Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. The politics of road repairs in Erie County. It runs deeper than a pothole. It's a he said. I think it's an absolute joke. The county executives talking about fixing schools and dictating to communities about how they should consolidate when he can't even fix a pothole. He said that would be doing a service to the public instead of doing a service for himself, which is trying to get his face out there for a political reason. So be it. Kind of thing on the podcast. I'm Tim Wenger, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. We can all agree roads in many spots across Erie County are in pretty bad shape. The county executive agrees, the controller, the commissioner of public works, legislators, supervisors, and yes, of course, resident taxpayers. But how to fix the roads is where the rub is. And it seems to be pretty political in the Wrath Building with the controller shooting missiles at the county executive, claiming he's spending time on meddling with schools when he should be focusing on infrastructure. The county executive in turn firing back, saying they have an orchestrated system, which you'll hear about. He claims the controller is politicizing the process. So here we go. First and foremost, I want to talk about the conditions of county roads. I was there with controller Stefan Mihailu standing along the side of rural Zimmerman Road in the town of Boston with the town supervisor, a longtime resident, Gene Washburn, and a lawmaker. Uh, the conditions of county roads are absolutely positively uh, embarrassing. They resemble a third world country, and that's embarrassing uh, and a shame to third world countries. Uh, Gene called me a few months ago. We reached out uh, to the county. Uh, and this road is not being fixed. Uh, we heard that there's a plan to actually fix half of this road in these potholes, and that's unacceptable. It is absolutely positively unacceptable to only fix half of this road, half of Zimmerman, half of Back Creek. Uh, and don't take my word for it. Look around the county. Uh, our county roads resemble third world countries. It's embarrassing. And it is not enough to only repair half this road. It is not enough to only repair half of Zimmerman, half of Back Creek. And I was actually involved with Jean. She gave me a call. Jean had reached out to people and uh, basically, a lot of individuals, uh, she feels as though she was ignored. So we reached out to Jean, she called me, and then we took a tour of these roads. You folks can go through county roads anywhere, not just the town of Boston, but anywhere, and you'll see uh, that they're in really rough condition. So I want Jean to come actually and, and speak a little bit about her experience and what she uh, thinks the conditions of county roads are here in the town of Boston. Jean? Zimmerman Road has been neglected for many, many years. And uh, it's become a safety concern because uh, so many people, it's a busy roadway, and so many vehicles and pedestrians use it daily. So I'm, I feel that they need to do a total reconstruction this time. Uh, 
to make the, the uh, roadway and the shoulders as they should have been for many years. I'm just hoping that uh, they will take some action. Uh, the oil and stone and patching doesn't work anymore. And they have to do something more permanent before somebody is fatally injured on this highway. That's all I have to say. And hoping for action. All right, thank you, Gene. Um, before I call up Jason Keating, we have representatives of the Poland Cars Administration here. I think it's an absolute joke, the county executives talking about fixing schools and dictating to communities about how they should consolidate when he can't even fix a pothole. It's shameful. Uh, the last thing we should do is talking about education reform when our roads and highways are an absolute disaster. Uh, and as Gene mentioned, it's not going to be enough just to patch and fix half of this road or half of another one. We need to do uh, the entire stretch right here. Uh, I'm going to introduce Jason Keating, Town of Boston Supervisor, because uh, it's fairly interesting. A lot of individuals don't know that these are county roads, and Jason gets calls all the time about fixing Town of Boston roads, and he's going to share with you that's not the case. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, my, my office has uh, received just this year, since I took office in January, uh, on, on the up, upwards of about 50 phone calls regarding uh, the, the conditions of the county roads all across. Just this is just the town of Boston. You know, I can't imagine other municipalities. You know, I've, I've had conversations with uh, individuals at the county level, uh, but again, these roads are, are, are public safety. Uh, you know, again, we have members from our uh, emergency services, the fire departments, the emergency squad. You know, when, when you're looking at people being transported, you know, by ambulance and they're having to swerve into sometimes other lanes or go over potholes or the uh, emergency vehicles themselves are being bounced around. It, it, it really does come down to an, uh, an unsec uh, unacceptable practice followed by just simple pedestrian safety. You know, we're, we're, we're here in the spring season, upcoming summer season. If these roads are being repaired, that's, that, that's one thing. But again, at the end of the day, the end game here is the public safety. Vehicles uh, being damaged by the potholes. Again, uh, one, of the, one of the comments was, uh, you look like you're driving drunk when you're going down these roads because you're swerving around potholes. You're, again, crossing the yellow lines. It, it's just not safe. There, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. We're trying to work together to get this taken care of. But uh, you know, the purpose of this is to draw additional attention to it, to try to get the funds necessary to properly fix these roads, make it safe for the pedestrians and actually let the public know that you know, our, you know the elected officials are out there working hard for them trying to get their voices out there and make sure that these roads are safe for the public not just here in the town of boston but across the county but uh, that 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 is all i have thank you and then uh next is legislator uh john mills who's actually uh paying out of his own pocket for these signs no tax dollars are used for these signs john mills is actually paying for them out of his own pocket uh school buses travel on these county roads, not just in the town of Boston, but throughout Erie County. So we keep hearing this bogus idea of consolidating school districts. If there was a county concern about children, they should fix the roads that school buses drive on, like this one. Not just in the town of Boston, but across Erie County. Uh, again, school consolidation has nothing to do with the county of Erie but yet our children are driving on buses on unsafe roads littered with potholes. And what about the politics of it all? Mahailu sounds like he's running for higher office. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I think family is going to dictate that decision. Uh, but today's about Gene Washburn and every resident in the town of Boston and across Erie County uh, that have roads that are littered with potholes. Don't take his word for it. Don't take my word for it. 
Take all your news cruisers and drive on every single county road, and you tell me whether or not it's a safe road and whether or not you have a smooth ride. But as far as your political question, uh, I've been very blessed and fortunate to have a, a beautiful son that, thank heavens, looks like his mother. Uh, we're going to have a discussion uh, about with my family, and then that's going to dictate what course I go in the future, my family. Now, on the other side. So what we do is we, we look at the roads, we do the analysis that's actually done by an independent entity, the Greater Buffalo Niagara Regional Transportation Council. Erie County Executive Mark Polingcars. They determine here's where your roads uh, are, are based on the rating. And then you look at the number of cars and vehicles that traverse those roads on a daily basis. So if you have one road that's a five, you have another road that's a five, but the first road has 30,000 cars that go over per day, and the other one has 300 cars go over per day. You fix the one that has 30,000 cars that go on it per day because that's going to degrade quicker. So that's how we do our work. And we've told supervisors that, and they all understand it. There's a few that like to grumble. So be it. Uh, I don't think the controller actually understands how we repair roads because he's saying repair this one, repair that one. But you don't spend $2 million to fix a road that uh, was just repaired three years ago because it's got a couple potholes. You can fix the potholes, you can spot patch them, we can do what's called micro uh, paving. We do that to make it as good as possible. Uh, I anticipate once the weather breaks we'll be able to do more work. We are going to send over a resolution very soon to the legislature for a comprehensive uh, road repair plan which will identify the roads that we believe need significant repair to the point that they've got to be mill and overlaid. We've got to take off the top three inches to five inches, depending on the road, put a new uh, layer down. That's going to be coming over to the legislature fairly soon. Uh, listen, I drive on the roads, and uh, I know there are bad roads everywhere. I live in the city of Buffalo, and truthfully, some of the worst roads are in the city of Buffalo. I've had people yell at me for roads in the city of Buffalo, and I remind them there's not a single mile of road in the city that the county owns. You need to talk to the city of Buffalo about that. I've had people yell at me about state routes, and I'm like, we don't do state routes. It's the nature of the beast. I understand it. Uh, but I, what I would find more helpful is if there are particular issues, uh, we need to know about it. So if the controller's out there putting a sign out saying, here's a pothole, he's actually putting the county at risk because he's not letting us know that there's an issue. If somebody drives down the road and gets an accident and they see that sign, they're going to think the county's out there fixing it. If the controller really cares about our tax dollars and really cares about fixing our roads, he should be saying, here's roads that have been identified as uh, in poor condition. What's the plan for them? But he's not doing that because that would be doing a service to the public instead of doing a service for himself, which is trying to get his face out there for a political reason. So be it. Uh, I will remind everybody we, we, we've had a lot of investment in the roads over the last few years. And my administration has spent more than the prior administrations, which were Republicans. So every person who comes out there and says this is a political issue, that's hogwash. My administration has spent more annually than Christopher Collins did, and my administration has spent more than the last four years of the, of the Giambra administration. So if you really want to talk about it, blame the Republican county executives who failed to properly invest in the roads. I'm doing it. They didn't. So drive carefully, dodge those potholes, and I don't think we've heard the end of this one. Back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.